When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mungriota, Tim Ward Morrison, just want to wish the boys, the breakers, all the very, very best for the finals against the Sydney Kings. And you come from a pretty low place, last in fact, so uh, obviously you're doing something right. You're finding your rhythm. Kia uh, Bring the ihi, bring the wihi, bring that one that makes a good haka. Go for it, boys. Well, it kind of gets you fired up about uh, not just league tonight, but uh, basketball. And why wouldn't it? Because the last time the New Zealand Breakers stepped off the court at Kudos Bank State, uh, Arena in uh, Sydney's Olympic Park, they were 93-88 victors over the Sydney Kings. But that, of course, was the regular season. And now it's the ANBL Championship Series and everything is on the line in the best of five series. Can the Breakers dethrone the defending champs to win their fifth title? Or will the Kings go back to back? Well, certainly uh, on this side of the Tasman, when the the series hits over here, it's a sellout. So uh, unprecedented interest here and uh, hope for uh, the breakers. It should be fantastic. SEN and SENZ will have live commentary on uh, games one, three and five if needed. Certainly game five if needed. Uh, Part of that commentary team will be Nathan Strample, who joins us now uh, with his thoughts on game one tonight. Nathan, good morning to you. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, look, uh, on him. it's an honour for us. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, NRL season, of course, kicking off in Sydney this weekend. Um, so uh, you're up against a, a bit of rugby league fever. But how, how are you feeling about um, the level of interest and the excitement around this uh, game one? Mate, I, I'm feeling so good. And this is so Australian. I've actually just got out of the surf to talk to you this morning. So if you can hear the beach mm. in the background, that's what's going on. But uh, we're competing against Harry Styles in Sydney too. He's having a concert down the road. But what a great series. The Sydney Kings uh, are up and about. And Barcelona and Sydney is well and truly pumping. But you'd be familiar with that. It's not that long ago that New Zealand Breakers were the dominant team in the, uh, as you referred to, the ANBL. And I enjoyed hearing that audio on the way in. It's still fresh in my mind, that, that commentary of pandemonium, absolute scenes. The Breakers had won four in five years. So there's so much respect for that New Zealand Breakers team bouncing back from a couple of lean years and coming into this final series. Is there enough respect uh, and the history of it, knowing how well they go when they get to this point, to have them as favourites? Because some Aussie media are saying that they are. Well, there's a lot of people respecting what this Breakers team's done. In fact, Jacinta Ardern better watch out because Modi Bayor, what a leader he is. And everyone is following his, his program. And uh, they're loving what the Breakers are doing. They gave up so much over the last couple of years in terms of COVID rules and having to be away from home. And the league really respects what they did. And for them to now bounce back and do what they're doing, a lot of people are picking the Breakers and their defensive grind style to be able to get it done over the up-haste high-scoring Sydney Kings. Is there a bit of an is there a bit of an anti to the Sydney Kings uh, in the basketball scene around Australia generally? 
Well, it's a bit of you love them or you hate them is what's sort of building around the narrative. Now, in Sydney, everyone loves them, but they've really championed that narrative of us against them, and they're sort of saying it's us against the rest of Australia, and now it's us against New Zealand, and they're actually thriving off that mindset and loving to to play that sort of uh, the hated and the hunted, um, and, and they're loving it. It's a great little narrative going into this series. Okay, so uh, we know back in uh, Auckland, uh, our first game back here is uh, completely and utterly sold out. What about uh, the ticket sales, etc., for tonight? Well, Spark Arena is absolutely pumping. That's a great home home stadium and an advantage for the Breakers coming into game two. Kings released the other day that they're north of 10,000, so it's a pretty healthy crowd that's going to be coming in to watch what's going on. Um, and, and a real buzz around this first game tonight. But let me break down some of the matchups for those watching. How exciting to see Brantley going against Xavier Cooks. Xavier Cooks is the league MVP, but very much a long, lean athlete, someone who comes in. We've seen him several times throughout the season dunking over guys and jumping through people. I don't think anyone's jumping through Jarrell Brantley. So to see them go at each other is going to be really good. And then what's fascinating for me is who are the Kings going to send to Will McDowell-White? He's been such a floor general for the breakers and can just do whatever is needed for the team. He's so good at picking apart the defence. If he needs to score, he can get it done. If he needs to facilitate getting others involved. So I think he's such a key for your New Zealand breakers side is, is what happens with Will McDowell-White and what the Kings do to try and stem his influence. One of the uh, the great achievers, I think, and one of the difference makers, certainly uh, in the last playoff game, was uh, Barry Brown Jr. Um, uh, I just think his form has been quite outstanding uh, off the bench. Very much so. So I mentioned Brantley and Wilmer Dow-White, but he's another key piece. And Mo- the genius of Modi Mayor in taking him and going, hey, you are an elite scorer, and, and we're talking about someone who was third in the league in scoring, but he says, we're going to play you off the bench. So you're going to come in either against tired first units or against second units. So strategically for Chase Buford and the Kings, it's like how do they counter that? They know it's coming, and they know that Barry's an elite scorer. Is it going to be Sean Bruce or Angus Glover who comes in that second unit for the Kings that has to try and guard him, or is he going to have to lead Justin Simon in the game longer so Justin Simon can go to him? But as I mentioned, if Justin Simon, the, the Kings stopper, is going to Barry Brown Jr., then who's taking care of Will McDowell-White? Right, uh, let's look at the battle of the coaches as well and the personalities of the coach. Modi Mayo has made no secret about it. He wears his heart on his sleeve like a lot of great basketball coaches do. He's so animated. And what about the the matchup between these two? Of course, uh, Chase Buford has been there, done this. He's got the T-shirt. Well, I absolutely love it. And, and just a chess match, even up to this week, the last time they played, the, the contrasting of styles, the Kings looked to be high scoring and get out and run. The Breakers, hard, physical, defensive team that really breaks you down. It's happy to play slow, play in the half court. So after the game, Chase Buford compared the New Zealand Breakers to the All Blacks. And really, there's no higher compliment than being compared to the All Blacks. But even this week... Modi Mayor's on a podcast with uh, Liam Santa Maria for the NBL, and he's sipping out of an All Blacks mug. And this is a, a video podcast, and it's just a little jab at, the, at Chase Buford saying, "Hey, we're coming." Now, Chase knew that. He knew, uh, well, Modi knew that Chase was coming on the podcast after him. Chase responded to it. Chase is a, a highly emotional, highly animated coach, uh, but he's got really good results. Two years in the league, grand final, uh, a, a championship, and now a grand final again. So, it'll be really interesting to see how they go at each other. Well, it's no secret that uh, Modi Mayor places a, a great emphasis on defence. Can they shut the Kings down? Well, I love that we've got this matchup. 
and it's mouth-watering. So everyone, you know, a great final series, first year ever to have the play-in series, created a bunch of excitement. But we've got the two teams you want to see in the grand final. If anyone can shut the Kings down, it's the Breakers. And as you said, there's, there's plenty of people around basketball starting to say, hey, I think this could be Breakers in four. Breakers could steal game one. Uh, but let's make no mistake about it. The Kings are an elite offensive unit. And, and the key for them is DJ Vasilovic. Xavier Cooks will, will do what he does. He's the league MVP, and we think Brantley will go to him. Derek Walton Jr., elite point guard. But DJ Vasilovic has been quiet. But it just takes one for him to get going. We saw he had 40 a few weeks ago. If he starts knocking down the three ball and gets rolling, then that really adds some depth to the Kings' offense, stretches the floor and makes it hard for the breakers to contain them. And Nathan, how do you see the battle of the bigs, the big boys? Well, just throw Derek Pardon the keys for what it's worth. I hope the breakers sign him up for years to come because he has been absolutely fascinating to watch. And and what's so great is the way he can guard the perimeter as a big. You see him on pick and rolls having to switch on to smaller players and Pardon can slide with him. So he, he's another one that could be a real key for the breakers, for the for the Kings, if they start with Suarez, he's not going to really want to bump as much with uh, Pardon. So it's a bit of a contrasting matchup. Derek Pardon likes to bang and bump inside. Tim Suarez likes to stretch the four and shoot the three. If it's Jordan Hunter they bring in, then it's sort of a couple of big bodies going at each other and it'll be fascinating to watch. It's been a great product this year um, and um, we understand that uh, going into this particular series, all the numbers are up in terms of uh, viewership, attendance, etc., very much so. And, and credit to Larry Kesselman. Uh, he has steadily grown this product in the NBL. Uh, credit to the New Zealand Breakers because they had to sacrifice a lot to stay away from home for the last few, couple of years to keep the momentum of the league going during COVID. But great things are happening. Thankfully for all of us, we're, we're largely out of COVID restrictions. The attendances have been way up in stadium this season. The, the eyeballs on, on broadcast has been way up. Our numbers on SEN has been fantastic listening in. And I, I'm looking forward to being a part of that tonight, calling the game with Tom Gallup. And uh, really grateful that we get to broadcast over into New Zealand and, and be a part of what will be a fascinating matchup for game one. Of course, he's a former Sydney King, Tom Gallup. So how are you going to balance the act there? Oh, Tommy Gallup. Well, let's get, let's give him credit for where he is now. Tom Gallup's a, a coach as a junior Australian team. He just won a gold medal coaching a New South Wales state team. So he, he's a bit more impartial these days. But yeah, he was recognised that he's a former Sydney Kings captain. But I, I get to do a lot of work with Tom Gallup. He calls it hours he is, and I'm sure the New Zealand fans will appreciate it. If a Sydney <laughs> Kings player needs to get called out, he'll call them out. If a Breakers player needs to get called out, he'll call them out as well. He'll call it how he sees it. He's, he's a brilliant basketball mind. So it's, it's fun for me. I just get to sit next to him and steer the ship and he'll unpack it as we go. So, Nathan, as we look at this series, potentially a five-game series, just how important is it not to fall behind? How important is this game one? Well, it's, it's always important, isn't it? So momentum, so for the Kings, they want to protect home court. If the breakers come and steal it in Sydney, just swings it all, doesn't it? You go back to a sold-out Spark Arena, pretty impressive atmosphere over there. It's Modi talked about it at the start of the season. He was looking forward to getting back home and seeing Spark Arena pumping. And he's spoken about lately how the New Zealand fans have come out in force and that arena's going bananas. So for the Kings, it's a pretty tough assignment. If you go down one game and then you're playing in New Zealand, you're down 0 2. History's not on your side coming back from that. Alternately, if the Kings get game one, they get it rolling, then they know they're coming back to Sydney for game three. Ticket sales go up and the Kings fans get around them and they get a bit of momentum as well. So 
tonight will be fascinating and they'll come out swinging and, and I love in basketball you get a five-game series. It's not a one-and-done. So it's a bit of a chess match. You don't want to show your complete hand in the first game because you know you need to win three of them to get the championship. So it'll be fascinating to see how the matchups play out in the first game, how each coach rolls with it and who gets the early start. What's your gut feel? Your gut feel? I... I've I've gone both ways as the week goes on. I start hearing people tipping New Zealand and I can see it. I was like, this team is so well drilled defensively. Everyone knows their roles and there's so much pride playing for their nation. You've got New Zealand greats in Tom Abercrombie out there caring so much. Isaiah Leafa played South East Melbourne. Now he's back playing New Zealand. Tom Vodanovic, a former Sydney King, he's now back playing New Zealand. Rob Lowe, who's been a champion for the Tall Blacks over the years. The list goes on, right? So I can see it. But the more I hear people tipping New Zealand, I'm like, this Sydney Kings is a historically great offensive team. How can you tip against a team that won it last year and have added to what they had last year? So uh, as you ask me right now, I, I, I feel like maybe it's the Sydney Kings at home. But maybe if you ask me in 20 minutes, I might feel differently. Uh, well, uh, this is a first for us. No one has. Uh, we've had people get out of bed to speak to us. We've had people get out of their car to speak to us. But no one's ever got out of the surf. No one's ever got out of the surf to speak to us, Nathan. So what? What's your plan now? You're going back into the surf. Or what are the waves like? And where are you surfing? Uh, I was out teaching my seven-year-old how to surf, and it was actually. I made it very clear we need to get out in time to talk to the lovely people in New Zealand. But she didn't want to get out of the waves. The waves were good this morning, but she's snacking in the car, and I now need to get her to school and then just start doing some prep ready for the game tonight what a father my god what a father <laughs> and uh fantastic hey nathan uh we'll be listening uh all the very best uh with your call tonight and let's hope uh, uh it's as exciting as uh, it as promises to be cheers man appreciate your time uh, and thanks so much and i said it once i said one more time massive respect to new zealand breakers and all the fans in new zealand it's so great to have nbl basketball happening back in new zealand